welcome back to The Truth is Somewhere, my, where myself, Megan, and my husband, Corey, whose chair is very squeaky. That was the dog. Oh, that was the dog. That was the dog. <laughs> that was Kazumi. This mic picks up a lot of stuff, too, so Mike it'll... Is, yeah. Uh, anyway, welcome back to The Truth is Somewhere, where we talk about uh, conspiracy theories and other shit. Uh, <laughs> my name is Megan, and... Today, we are going to talk about the craziness surrounding the Denver International Airport, which, like, before we started this podcast, I didn't even know there were conspiracy theories about airports. I, particularly this airport, though. I had no idea, either. Yeah. So, uh, a little history about the Denver International Airport. It was initially scheduled to open in October of 1993, uh-huh. but it ended up opening in February of 1995. Okay, so two years later. Mm-hmm. And the budget was initially $2 billion, but it came in at $4.9 billion. <sighs> I mean, that sounds about right when it comes to a construction team <laughs> stretching out their projects so they can make as much money as they possibly can. Sure. Uh, and it takes up 35,000 acres, which is twice as large as the next largest U.S. airport. How many acres did you say? 35,000. 35,000 acres. acres. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. Real big. That's huge. So, the fact that it came in so over budget is part of what makes it so suspect, because that kind of money obviously must mean some kind of secret society that controls the world was involved. Obviously. Uh, Just so our listeners are aware, sometimes you'll hear some rumbling in the background. Um, I noticed that a lot when I was editing our last episode. Uh, We live next to um, an airfield, so you'll hear planes taking off. Uh, I thought it was kind of perfect... For this for this episode, but for last episode too, we were talking about, about it. Airplanes, yeah. yeah. And I, I was gonna say something about it in the post recording, like, uh, but I decided to leave that uh, eerie rumbling in the background <laughs> to see so, if. So now you know it's just planes. Yeah, it's just planes. <laughs> uh, uh, we're, we're we don't live next to the Denver airfield. No, we don't live <laughs> in Denver. That. <laughs> um, so the Jefferson Terminal, there's a time capsule. And there's a capstone set over that capsule, and inscribed on that capstone is the symbol of the Freemasons. Okay. And the names of two grandmasters, and, quote, the New World Airport Commission. The New World Airport Commission? Yes. Okay, so, like, we're talking Illuminati shit Like, New World Order, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So, we're probably going to talk about Freemasons on their own in another episode at some point, but they're often linked with the Illuminati and the New World Order. And right there on this stupid stone is their symbol and the New World Airport Commission. So, oh, yeah, like, I'm sure that's just... It's just fodder. Yeah, just feed feed right into that. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, from that perspective, it kind of makes sense that people who believe that there is a New World Order controlling everything would find this, like, odd. Or exactly suspicious. what they were expecting. Well, yeah, I guess it would be exactly what they were expecting. Um, and it's a time capsule, right? Yeah. I... I would imagine there are theories about what's in that time capsule. You know, I didn't see any of that. And really? Did yeah. they even say? Like, a lot of times time capsules, they're like, this is what's in that. No. Nothing talked about what was in it. Oh, okay. And I'm really bad, and I didn't write down when it's supposed to open, but I think it was 2094. <gasps> but don't quote me on that, because I could okay. totally be wrong. Okay. Uh, in the future. Yeah. It's on, at some point in the future, they're going to open a time capsule at the Denver International Airport. And... I'm going to laugh if, like, lizard people start running out of it. Uh, you know, it's going to be something really boring. That's what it is. It's going to be, like, kids' shoes and stuff that always goes into those things. Look, a cassette player. Right? Like, <laughs> what's that? Uh, look, a CD. 
stamps because mm-hmm. like nobody younger than us knows what stamps are. Right. So it's going to be something like completely boring and everyone's going to be really let down. Yeah. I think I'd be kind of let down after like all of these crazy things are said about this airport right. and what's in that, that capsule. And so there's also a conspiracy that says if you touch the Freemason symbol just the right way, you release toxic gas. Or you connect to aliens. Oh. You know, whatever floats your boat. Kill everybody or connect to some other sentient higher being. I had a girlfriend like that once. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you touched her just the right way. It was she either lethal aliens. It was either lethal gas. <laughs> or she, like, took you into space. Uh-huh. Oh, I see. Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what to say after oh, that, God. do you? You're just uh, trying to push on. There's no moving on after that one. Oh. No. Mic drop. All right. So the capstone was dedicated on March 19th, 1994. Uh-huh. And if you add up the numbers from the date, it comes out to 33. <gasps> and 33 happens to be the highest level of Freemasonry. Oh. Yeah. But it should be noted that this only works if you take out March. Yeah. I just, this is again, I said this last episode, and it'll probably be a running theme. If you want to find something, it's there. You're going to find it. Right. Yeah. I think that's definitely, this is definitely one of those examples where it was like, oh, it adds up to 33, but only if you don't include March as yeah. part of the date. Like, if you don't include a major part of that date, mm-hmm. it works for you. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, one of the biggest things is that the runways are laid out like a swastika. And so, I have a photo for you from Google Maps, and we're going to throw that up in the show notes. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah, so, I mean... The airport talks about the reason that they did this was so that none of the airports crossed each other, so they could potentially be using all, all of four. them yeah, that at makes the exact sense. same time. That makes sense. Um, or so, so that way they could uh, secretly be Nazis. Well, yeah, because this leads back to the New World Order thing. Um, quick rundown on the New World or- Order is that they are essentially trying to create a totalitarian world government. And it is uh, sometimes referred to as the Fourth Reich because it shares some similarities with Nazi Germany's political ideals. Mm-hmm. So it may be that the New World Order designed the runways in this way as an homage to those ideals. I It seems like needless risk. <laughs> right. like, like, let's build something that shows that we're Nazis. Like, yeah. It just doesn't need... It doesn't need to be done. Why? Why? That sounds like uh, Dr. Evil, <laughs> you know? Like, right. It just... Why? Why do something in that... Why make something big like that? It just doesn't, it doesn't pan out to mean anything. So a former construction worker said that the airport was so behind schedule because there were five, not just one, not just two, but five multi-story buildings built underneath of it, like into the ground. Okay, so this is, they built, it wasn't that they were there. I want to just make sure I'm understanding this correctly. They weren't previously there. No. It's, okay. They built them underneath the airport. Five stories underneath the airport. Okay, no, and then... five, five multi-story buildings. It didn't say how tall the buildings are, just that there are oh. five buildings that have multiple, multiple stories. stories. Okay, so it could be one, could be two. So really, it's just like, I don't want to say cellars, but the idea is like a basement, right? Multi-level basements underneath the buildings. Yes, in five different buildings. In five different buildings. And those are, is that like, that's like an actual thing? The blueprints actually show those? Or is this one of those theories that it's there? I think this is one of those theories. Confirmed and like, 
there were several other construction workers that joined this original construction worker Mm -hmm. in the assertion that there's also a network of tunnels under the airport. And that's actually been confirmed, and right now they're being used as, like, a subway to get from, like, terminal to terminal. Okay. So those are actually there. There are actually tunnels there. Sure. Um... Theorists believe that these tunnels and these buildings could be several different things. The first, that it is a series of command bunkers for the New World Order. Mm -hmm. So it's basically like the Pentagon of the New World Order, where they are watching all of us and could call somebody on the end of a phone and launch some nukes or something. Right, let's do this in, you know, the face of, you know, like one of the, the world's biggest public hotspots. Let's do it right there. Right. That seems smart. Instead of like... You know, making some building underneath the forest of Montana where no one would (laughs) ever guess to look. Right, no, we're going to put it in... Well, I guess maybe that's the thing, though, is, like, if you make it in a place that's so well-traveled, you're less likely to think that there's something there because who would do that, right? Who would build buildings under trees? Maybe it's, like, the guy in um, uh, The Princess Bride who's, like swapping things back and forth like now oh, it's yeah. in front of you now it's in front of me now it's in front of you because yeah. that's what you would expect me to do right and so they're right. like we didn't put it out in underneath montana because that's way too expectable inconceivable and, yeah all of this is inconceivable right and i guess the to to that point if you put it right there uh you can just add that into the construction and sure. the construction will be questioned less yeah yeah uh so uh, the second theory is that it's going to become a f- become fallout shelters for the billionaires and elites, because you know when the world ends like it was supposed to in 2012. Oh yeah. Uh, the only people that are really important to save are the rich and famous, like Great party. the Donald Trumps of the world. Really need saving. Yeah. Right. right. The orange people. <laughs> Umbaloombas. Mm-hmm. I had a great uh, party in 2012. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The world On the party. 21st. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it was going to be the plan to have like a. Um, an annual, like, uh, an annual December 21st, 2012 party. Right. To be like, hey guys, We're still we here. survived one more year past the apocalypse, yeah. but uh, it just kind of fell through. Yeah, one more. Maybe we should start that. Let's man, have a I party got, this year. I got so drunk. <laughs> sure you So did. drunk. Oh, man. I walked down the street, like, peed in a bush, waved at a cop. Like, <laughs> it was fun. Moving on. Sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, Moving on. Former Minnesota Governor Jesse Ventura thinks it's a secret base camp for government officials in the event of apocalypse. Okay, that's kind of like the same idea, but uh, it's supposed to be where they move their operations. Yeah, so instead of of being in the Pentagon, they're going to be in the New World Order's Pentagon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh Makes sense, right? Sure. Uh, So, or it's a satanic church, because, you know, five multi-story buildings buried underneath airports usually are. Churches. I mean, what else would they be, truly? The other the other things <laughs> like I can't give any credence to. Bunkers for the to. apocalypse? No. no. Why satanic would they do church. that? It's not really a satanic church. Um, or, or it's going to become a FEMA concentration camp when the New World Order takes over and, oh. like, goes all Nazi Germany on our asses. Oh. Mm. When's that supposed to happen? No idea. No idea. Maybe, maybe I'll find that when we do a little more research on New World Order for a different episode, but, like, I just wanted to give the very basics. Yeah, okay. In this. But, uh, we don't know. But we when... don't know. We don't I know guess what's that, gonna happen. That's the that's the real surprise right there. Mm-hmm. That's the real deal. When the lizard people come rounding us up. The lizard people and the aliens. Yep. So, uh, oh, and then there's the art, like some seriously weird and creepy art 
Oh, yeah? I don't know why the airport commission chose some of these pieces, but they did, uh -huh. and it has caused a lot of theories. Um, so it's again in the Jefferson Terminal, which is where the, the time capsule is, uh -huh. and there are these huge murals, and we're going to throw those up in the show notes for you, um, and they were painted by Leo Tanguma, and like they're admittedly disconcerting, and conspiracists say that the murals tell a story about bio-warfare destroying the world, and then the New World Order taking over. Okay. And there are like terrifying Nazi-looking guys and gas masks and dead bodies and animals in glass cases and cliffs on fire. Like, if we had kids, I would want to avoid like the Denver International Airport at all costs because they'd be so traumatized after seeing these murals on the fucking walls. Would they be? Like, they'd give I mean, me I nightmares. I don't want to shield my kids from anything. So, um, just so you can see, like, crazy Nazi-wearing... Let's see. Okay, so, uh, in the first one... Okay, I see that... Is that a kid with a hammer? Okay, this first one doesn't seem too bad. I guess, but right underneath it, yeah, you have the, um... You've got this crazy, yeah, Nazi-looking guy with an assault rifle and uh, a scimitar, right. which is a fancy uh, Arabian sword, by the way. Uh, and so, but it looks almost like he's protecting these kids, but there are doves at the tip of his sword. That's interesting. And then there's some crying people. Like, I don't know. Yeah, he's pretty, pretty creepy. Uh, this is the Wizard of Oz. This is just straight up the Wizard of Oz. Um... If you did shrooms while you were watching The like, Wizard of Oz. Like there's a penguin in a glass case, and there's cliffs on fire, and there's a dead leopard and a dead lady in the ground, and... A bird like, in a case. It's just weird. Oh, weird buffalo. This is like Alice in Wonderland it's level shit right so here. It's so weird. And, and then there's maybe... a Native American... A picture of a Native American woman, it looks like. Yeah. What is going on? I, I know. So why why the airport commission chose to put these pictures I mean, maybe on they, the walls of their airport? Like, it's so disconcerting and weird and... Maybe they paid the guy and they were just like, hey, have, have at it. Have at it. Have at it. The guy was like, totally. <laughs> just, just like that. Uh, so the airport also features a set of gargoyles in suitcases and they sit over the baggage claim. Gargoyles uh, in suitcases. They're, yeah, they're they're literally gargoyles in suitcases. Oh, so that's, like, that's cool, though. I, I know, like yeah. that. So, to theorists, these are harbingers of something evil and nefarious. Gargoyles are supposed to be protectors. Yeah, so since like gargoyles were placed in cathedrals to ward off evil spirits, and the Freemasons appear to be involved with the airport, theorists claim that the airport must actually be some sort of cathedral for the Masons. Oh, so, yeah. So, underneath mm. is a satanic church, and then the whole airport is actually just a cathedral for the Freemasons. Wait, so are, are uh, the Masons, like, satanic? Is that what they're trying to say? No, here? no, no, no. Then why would they like, be nobody both? Nobody thinks that, well, maybe some people do think that the Masons are satanic, but, like, Masons are generally Christian. Well, yeah, they don't need, they don't have to be. I don't know, maybe but, they're just like, we'll all get along and the Satanists can be down below, like, in I mean, hell. <laughs> there's a really, uh, there's a really, really big, um, misconception around Satanists. Right, Most people sure. think Satanists and they think of, like, um... Oh, devil worshippers that yeah, devil sacrifice children. Pagans, you know, with yeah. with the, the goats and uh, the goatmen and things like that. But really, most Satanists are just like, open your eyes, Christianity's lying to you. Right. Like, that's, like, the real, the real thing behind it. And they're like, we're not worshipping Satan, we're just trying to bring 
Like they and use the name right. to to bring forward like uh, I don't know the idea that don't just follow the Bible because the Bible's lying to you. Right. Uh, and that, but I guess I guess that's that the... still wouldn't be like compatible with masonry though. No, no, that's fine, and I and I, I get that, and I'm, and I'm not saying that it it would be, but I just think that if masonry is the idea, if the idea of Satanism, mm -hmm. which isn't the real Satanism, right? Like if the idea of that was supposed to be downstairs and the Masons were supposed to be upstairs, what the heck is the point? Well, I don't, I don't think that that's actually a theory. That was just me spitballing. Oh, like, okay. Like you're taking that way, way more. You put the two things together. I'm, you're the one with well, all because, the notes. Because because people are talking about how there's like a Satanist cathedral downstairs. Which is so, kind of funny that it would be underneath, <laughs> in my opinion, like the underworld. Well, I mean, that makes sense yeah. then, right? So, it, but, um, no, I was just like, oh, so now we've got, like, two churches in one place. Mm -hmm. Like, but one believes in God and the other is Satanism and, like, whatever. Okay, you read into that a lot more than I expected you to, but that's okay. Hey, you gave me that. I went I, with it. You ran with it. I get I it. I went with it. Uh, so, um, other theorists contend that gargoyles look like little lizard people. Which uh, they actually kind of do. Maybe that's what the gargoyles are. They're lizard people from the New World Order. Right, so, because the lizard people can turn into stone. and they're, They turned into stone and they are waiting. And they just are watching us. And Mind watching. blown. Illuminati confirmed. Mic drop. We can just cut off the series right now. Right now. There's no more <laughs> conspiracies because we brought <laughs> we them all to light. We, we figured it out in five episodes. I should watch the gargoyle cartoon again. That was good. When I was yeah. a kid, I don't know. Maybe it's different now. I don't know. We we were just talking about gargoyles the other day. With I know. Our friends. I know. Yeah. We were talking about how uh, it was adult, very adult for a kids' show. Which was really common with I think kids' shows from our generation, like when we were young. Maybe I know my mom said she loved it, and I was like, I don't know, ten, and she would actually like the show would come on on, on the weekends, and my mom would actually get up and watch that show with me because. She wanted to know what was happening. My parents watched the Rugrats with me. I think that's different than Gargoyles, but okay. But, but you know, yeah, like, you know. I mean, I know some people whose parents wouldn't allow them to watch Rugrats because it was, like, too adult or something. Satanic, yeah. Or, like, they didn't like <laughs> the way no. that the babies treated their parents or something. I don't Ugh, know. Like, yeah. I don't get it. Like, people read way too much into things sometimes. Uh, anyway, I kind of think the gargoyles are cute, and that's just me. Maybe. Wait, it's, let me see a picture like, of the gargoyle. I think he's kind of cute. He's making a funny face. Hey, he's yeah. got his finger in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. kind of a bird guy more than a lizard. Yeah. But. So I think. Anyway, I think the gargoyles are cute, and people should calm their tits. And clearly, like gargoyles were never, ever, ever meant to be like a harbinger or something evil. I don't know where this idea came from because they were originally used as like protection for cathedrals. Right. Which is why like if you go to Europe and you, you see like these huge cathedrals, all of them have gargoyles. Like they were meant to be great protectors. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Ward off evil spirits and all that. Mojo, Jojo. I think they like their original term for them was like grotesque ones or something. Mm. And I don't know if it's because like creepy grotesque, scary-looking things ward off evil better. Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't want to fuck with one of those. No. Even though I think they're cute. Um, I think it's even cuter that he's in a suitcase, frankly. I think so, the idea is that there's a gar... You know, maybe the whole idea is supposed to be more along the lines of there's a gargoyle in the suitcase, which means, like, hey, look, maybe it's supposed to be a picture of uh, you'll be protected wherever you go. Or it's like, we're protecting your luggage, because uh, yeah. what the best part about this is actually so a big reason why the Denver International Airport 
was so far behind schedule was actually they bought this state-of-the-art baggage sorting system that kept fucking up and oh, they yeah. couldn't open because it would like lose your baggage or it would shred your baggage oh. so it's kind of funny that they had these gargoyles and baggage like watching over you at the baggage claims yeah, because yeah. Like, those are at the baggage claims they're right? at the baggage yeah that idea yeah. absolutely makes they're sense like, it's supposed well, to be the gargoyles well, are watching over your baggage yeah little gargoyles in in, in uh suitcases very yeah. cute so more art mm-hmm. uh there's a giant blue horse sculpture that greets travelers as they enter the airport. So, like, as you're driving into the airport, there's this huge blue horse sculpture. Okay. And as you're leaving the airport, it's, like, the last thing you see before you actually get into the city. Okay. So, um, the sculpture has nicknames, and <laughs> I love these, and it's no surprise why, because I love puns. So, the first one is Blucifer. Okay. Because it's yeah. blue, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the other one is Diablo, but it's D-I-A in capitals, like Denver International uh-huh, Airport. Airport. yeah. <laughs> so, um... Do you have a picture of the horse? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's actually, it's legitimately creepy. It's blue, and you can see, like, veins yeah. and, like, its ribs, and it's got red glowing eyes. So it's no wonder that people call this thing Blucifer and Diablo, because oh, it's yeah. like a devil horse. It's yeah, that is like, really kind of creepy. Cre- like, I'd be a little Wait, bit is, nervous. does its eye actually glow? Yes. Wow. Like, there's a light That's inside awesome. of it. awesome. How can we get something like that in our front yard? <laughs> I don't To ward off uh, people we don't want here. Yeah, you know. Because this would definitely ward me off. It's creepy as fuck. Uh, so, the artist, Luis Jimenez, was paid $165,000 of the $300,000 commission up front and given a deadline of 1994 for the sculpture. Mm-hmm. And he missed the deadline because he'd had a cornea transplant 20 years ago and it was deteriorating. Oh, okay. Which is crazy, like, to be an artist and have been blind and had a cornea transplant and then, like, get this huge break to build a sculpture for, like, the world's biggest airport. And then have that start to fail you. And then have that start to fail you and you're missing this deadline. Um, So the city gives this guy, like, so many extensions and he misses the deadline on every single one of them. So, in 2003, remember he was originally supposed to have this thing done by 1994. Mm-hmm. In 2003, the city sues him. Okay. Uh, and they're trying to get back the $165,000 they paid him. Okay. Which is understandable, because it's been almost 10 years at this point. When was the horse finished? I'll get there. Okay. Patience, young Padawan. Well, it just seems like there's an important piece of I'll information, right? I'll get there. I'm, right? I'm telling you the story. Get there. So, um, they sue him, but they end up dropping the suit and agreeing... If he completed the sculpture by the end of 2003, uh-huh. that uh, they wouldn't go after him anymore. So he, of course, does not make this deadline. Yeah. yeah. But awesome. the city doesn't go after him again. So here's a 66-year-old guy. He's 66 years old on June 13th of 2006, rushing to finish this sculpture finally. Yeah. And uh, he's hoisting a piece of the sculpture using a rope in order to put it on top of another piece and weld it. Mm-hmm. And the rope breaks. Oh. So, it uh, it pins him to the floor. This is still the horse we're talking about. This is still the horse, like, okay. that crazy double yeah, horse. Yeah. Yeah. The rope breaks, and uh-huh. the, this piece of, this metal piece... Falls on him. Falls on him, yeah. and pins him to the floor and slices open an artery in his leg. Okay. So, there was nobody there. He's all by himself. Oh, so, he died. Yeah. That's... So, his, his sculpture killed him before oh. it was even done. And mind you, it is now 12 years after he was supposed to have it done, yeah. after a lawsuit, and the man's now dead. Okay. And so, 
just because I'm in this conspiracy mood, I happened to notice that he was 66 years old Ooh. in 2006. 2006. And this sorry. devil horse killed him, and there were three sixes involved. Right? 66 is twice 33. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Connect that. I know. Shot. Way to Whoa. spitball it with me. Whoa. Minus March. Minus March. <laughs> <laughs> Minus March. Yeah. But yeah, so weird. There's a lot of threes and recurring. Like, yeah. there's a recurring theme here. So maybe people are onto something, maybe. or maybe I'm just reading way too much into it because now I'm looking for things that aren't there. Right? Isn't that how conspiracies <laughs> work? Yeah, that's how conspiracies <laughs> work. Uh, Anyway, you know, like, last time there were things that, like, blew my mind, and I was like, totally, I totally get this with yeah. the, the Malaysia plane thing. This is all just ancient aliens to you? This is, yeah, this is, like, <laughs> you've got to be kidding me. Like, yeah. where is this coming from? So I'm not, my mind is not blown, and I did not actually mean that I think that this 666 thing and this devil horse, uh, like, had something to do with each other. That is, I'm not there, friends. I'm not there, fam. Okay. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. I got way off track there. A little bit. Uh, his Sounds family okay. ends up taking over and finishing the sculpture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it finally got put in place in 2008. Oh, good. Yeah. So, um, there's a lot of people who say the sculpture is a killer. Because, I mean, it killed the guy who was working on it, right? Well, yeah, and it looks like a devil horse. And it's a, it's a terrifying devil horse. Uh, and they also claim that it's haunted. So, like... I feel like if I were to come back as a ghost, I'd be so pissed if I were this old guy. Like, this thing killed me before I could even get it done. I almost, like, lost my eyeballs while I was working on it. And the city sued me for obscene amounts of money while I was working on it. Yeah. And then the thing fell on me before I could even fucking finish it. I'm haunting that thing's ass. Like, don't right. come near Diablo because I'm haunting it. Yeah. That's, well, I mean, don't go anywhere near Oh, I think that's... Or the, uh, what, Diablo is actually, uh... I think it's devil. the devil, isn't it's it? devil, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, I mean, yeah, devil so horse. don't go anywhere yeah. near the devil horse. So, um, I mean, yeah, if I were to haunt something, like, if I had a reason to haunt something, this guy has a reason to haunt this horse, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like he was just lollygagging, though. That's true. But, I Wait, mean, he started like, your corneas two, were it, failing. I mean, he started in 1993. Right, you get some help. Yeah. You get some help. 1993 to 2008. Eight. That's five years short of an adulthood. Right. And I mean, like, his family had to finish it. Because he died in the middle of it, right? Yeah. I know. That's not even five years. That's. So there were over a thousand people in a Facebook group demanding that Diablo be removed. Um, but it's valued at over $2 million. So the airport was like, fuck, no, we're not moving it. I mean, honestly, as long as they struggled to get this thing, like, I probably wouldn't want to move it right now. Well, I mean, the Satanists downstairs are like, no way, we're not letting you take our demon horse. We love that devil horse. (laughs) When the Illuminati takes over, that's going to be our steed. Right. I mean, like, maybe it's just like the devil's horse. Maybe it's not a devil horse. Maybe it is the The devil's devil's horse. Which explains the 666. Oh, what? what? Mic drop. What? Yeah, but maybe, maybe it's supposed to be um, a vessel. A vessel for the A vessel for the devil. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe the New World Order actually is like trying to bring forth the devil. Maybe they're, like, trying to raise the devil from the depths of their multi-story five buildings underneath this this airport. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows, though? <laughs> That's a little Obviously ridiculous. not us. Obviously we no, do not know. I have no idea. Uh, so, yeah, that, I mean, that is pretty much the bulk of the really interesting conspiracies about the Denver International Airport. That's, um... 
that's a wild ride. I know. Literally lends, ends nowhere. It's kind of like not really wild, but like just a little bit wild. It's like getting on a roller coaster and you're like, this is going to be great. And then you, you get off it at the end and you're like, eh. It was okay. I mean, I, I mean, it's wild though because, like, how does an airport create all these conspiracies? Oh, I forgot. I didn't put this in my notes, but while I was reading, I thought this thing was the greatest. So there's like the person who runs the airport now mm-hmm. is super supportive of the conspiracy theories, and they do like tours where they tell people all the conspiracies. Oh yeah, that's great. That's a and that's great. They use it as like this big, basically, um, like publicity stuff. Yeah, no publicity Which is bad really brilliant. Yeah. I think it's so, so great that they do that. And then I think in, like, 2015 on April Fool's Day, they, um, they added a section to their website that was, like, for the New World Order or something. Yeah. Where they were, like, saying that all of this was true and they were gonna come take over the world, which I... It, it's fucking brilliant. That's I mean, great. truly. So you like you can pay to go on a tour of the Denver International Airport and learn about all these conspiracies. I so mean, it's of, just like cashing of, in on more stuff. Of course you can. It's a city, mm-hmm. pretty much. So yeah. cities have these tours about them about the city. So why would this city that sends airplanes out of it not have them? It's big yeah. enough to do it. Yeah, and if you look through Twitter and you you read articles and stuff, people are always like, this is the most evil place on the face of the planet. Like, people legitimately hate this airport, and because I guess they get stuck there all the time, and their baggage gets lost all the time, and there's, like, exit signs facing the wrong way, so they're just pointing at each other Mm -hmm. instead of, like, actually pointing towards exits. And I don't know if that's just, like, the Denver International Airport being real brilliant again and being like... We're going to put things in weird places. I doubt they're really trying to mess with people like that. (laughs) That's true. But But it would be kind of funny. Yeah, it would be. (laughs) Uh, You know, I imagine airports can get away with a lot of stuff because people are going to go through them whether they want to or or not. not, Like, you're forced to. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, an airport is is a business, yeah, absolutely, but it's not a business like uh, Walmart where people can just eventually say, well, I'm not going to that Walmart anymore. I mean, yeah, you can kind of do that to an airport, but it's a lot harder to harder to do. Yeah. Because, you know, you've got layovers you got to worry about, and maybe if you want to do that, you got to add a day or two onto your trip just to avoid an airport and maybe hundreds of dollars. Right. So, yeah, an airport can do whatever the hell they really want That's to. That's true. Like build a Satanist audience. church underneath them. True. Yeah. Yes. Or, like, buy really creepy, scary art. Yeah. If they want to. I I really don't get why they did all that. Art. I don't know I really either. think that some of it was just, they just let people have free reign. I think they did, and it's really unfortunate because it really adds to all of these crazy conspiracies about sh- it being so evil and yeah. the world taking over. Maybe they should have done a background check on some of the people. Well, that they... was the thing is, like, a lot of them won it through contests. So, like, they, like yeah. people were looking through portfolios and stuff. So it's not like they didn't know the subject matter that these people painted. It's not necessarily true. You put in your portfolio what you want other people to see. That's true. If you so don't this want guy other... that painted these scary murals were like, look at my happy rainbows and butterflies. Right, everything was like really nice maybe. But and then it... he painted these scary Nazi scimitar AK-47 guys. Yeah. Which is yeah. weird and creepy and unfortunate. Yeah. I'm really glad that we don't have plans to go to Denver anytime maybe soon. Maybe that's how you have to dress to get through Denver. Maybe. You have to dress like a Nazi because the yeah. New World Order wants you to? I, I don't know. I don't don't know, dress but... like Nazis when you go to the Denver National Airport, please. Don't do that. I don't know, but... Unless the, you want to get punched in the face. Uh, the, the truth of how you're supposed to dress is somewhere. <laughs> Gross. All yeah. right. Uh, so, 
follow us on social media. We're Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at TTIS Podcast. Yep. If you have questions uh, regarding the research or you have ideas for us to cover in future episodes, you can send us an email at thetruthissomewherepodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, also, please, like, rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher, depending on your platform. And that about covers it. So the truth is somewhere, guys. Keep looking for it. Yeah. Hopefully we'll find it. We're not going to find it. We're looking in the wrong places. Yeah, we're not going to find it.